Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 12, verses 46 through 50. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to them, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my mother and sister and brother. Okay, a couple of things here. Obviously, Jesus is expanding the definition of who the mothers and sisters and brothers are. On a previous show, I talked about the fact that when he died, he considered the Apostle John to be his spiritual brother and asked him to take care of his mother, Mary, which was the Jewish custom. Normally, that custom would have gone to a blood brother. At this time, Jesus's blood brothers and sisters were not numbered amongst his followers, but he did have blood brothers and sisters. And that's what I want to key in on today. What we are seeing in this passage is pretty clear evidence that the Virgin Mary did not remain a virgin. And this is not the only place. In other parts of Scripture, there are even some names given. I'm reading now from Mark chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. Where did this man get these things, they asked? What's the wisdom that has been given to him, that he even does miracles? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Interesting their reason for taking offense at him. These days, and the church does get caught up on this all the time, we're into famous people, big name speakers. They're saying, we know this guy. We know his family. How can he be anything so great? Well, he was pretty great and pretty famous everywhere he went. And of course, this gave birth to the saying that Jesus coined, a prophet is not without honor except in his own home. But once again, the takeaway right now is that he did have brothers and sisters. As you know, the Catholic Church teaches that the Virgin Mary remained a virgin her entire life. Before I go on, I have nothing against Catholics. Obviously, if you've followed my program for any number of years, you realize there are a lot of things the Catholic Church teaches that I do not agree with, but they do agree on the important things. If you talk to me and you talk to a Catholic and you ask us how a person gets saved, we'd say we're saved by putting our faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, who atoned for our sins, who rose from the dead three days later. Those are the important things. There's a lot of other stuff Catholics teach that I don't agree with, but my friends, there's all kinds of stuff taught in Protestant churches, evangelical churches, churches that I've been involved with myself for years, churches that I've attended for years that I don't agree with either. My purpose is not to take sides with any church, but to simply look at what the scripture says. Have the Catholics been mistaken about some things? They have. The same can be said of the Protestants. So if you're Catholic right now, relax. But we do want to look at what the scripture says thoroughly. And here's a question that might come up. If it's so plain in the Bible that Jesus had brothers and sisters, then obviously, yes, we can accept the miracle of the virgin birth. Mary did have baby Jesus without having had sexual relations with her husband Joseph. But after that, apparently they did have sexual relations, and that's why Jesus had brothers and sisters. Otherwise, those brothers and sisters would also be the sons and daughters of God born of a virgin. 
So how do they get around this? Well, it's quite simple. They acknowledge that these verses are there, but they'll say the words from Greek, and the New Testament was originally written in Greek, the words from Greek that translate as brothers and sisters really meant cousins. These are Jesus's cousins. Now, it doesn't matter to me. I have no dog in this show. If Mary had remained a virgin her entire life, that would have been fine. If these were Jesus's cousins, that would have been fine. It doesn't matter to me other than to be factual and accurate. It would have been fine if these were his cousins. It's just that that's not the way it happens to be. The Greek word for brother is Adelphos. It's where we get the name Philadelphia from. And the word for sister, very similar, Adelphos. And those are the words we see in these passages talking about Jesus's brothers and sisters. The word Adelphos, Adelphos. Now, can these words sometimes be translated cousins? There is precedent for that. However, in the New Testament, there is a different word used for cousins. That was anepsios. That meant a cousin specifically. And we see this word used in the scriptures, Colossians 4.10. Paul writes, my fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you his greetings as does Mark the cousin, Anepsios, of Barnabas. There was yet another word that was general for relative, Sejanus. That meant a relative by blood that could also sometimes translate as a fellow countryman. And that word is also used in the New Testament here in this verse. Luke 1, 36-37, when Mary went and visited her relative Elizabeth, who was probably her aunt, but the word they use is Sejanus, relative. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. And sometimes these words are contrasted with each other. Luke 14, 12. Then Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers, or relatives. For friends, he uses the word philea, brothers, Adelphos, relatives, Sejanus. However, here's the one that clinches it. Here's the one that settles the issue. Just in case you don't want to get into any of this Greek, Matthew 1, 25, talking about Mary and Joseph. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. Okay, once again, what does any of this matter? What matters, my friends, is that we want to be accurate and fair with what the Bible is actually saying. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.